everyone, and welcome to the Soul Anchor Podcast, where together we'll discover how to stay anchored in a storm and how to thrive. I've invited some friends that I deeply admire and whose authentic stories will encourage you to embrace hope when the waves crash. These are friends who have navigated some fairly deep waters of unthinkable circumstances and they've arrived back on shore resilient and strong. I'm your host, Cynthia Cavanaugh, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey, Soul Anchor friends. I've been taking a little break from our podcast to think, plan, and pray over the content for this summer. And you know, with all that's been happening in the world and the crushing weight of, it seems like every day we're getting more bad news, God took me back to the Psalms. And it's my favorite place to find encouragement when life feels extra weighty and heavy. And it's also the place where my pastor has been speaking over the past several weeks, and it's really ministered to me. So as I was praying over the next steps for the Soul Anchor, I just sense God leading me to share some of my favorite psalms this summer, and I'm calling it the Summer Porch Series in Psalms. One of my favorite places in the southern part of the United States where porches are big and expansive is, and you see people sitting outside, and it's actually a part of their evening or early morning routine because the south can get kind of hot in the summer, and so the cooler days of the morning and the evening are times to actually sit on the porch. So I want to think of us as sitting on a big porch in a cozy chair with lots of pillows or a swing and just reading the Psalms and talking to God through prayer. You know, this summer for me, God has been whispering to me to have some extra porch time, or in my case, I don't have a porch, but some extra deck time just slowing down long enough to breathe in the hallowed words that he's given to us, stopping long enough to savor them and gain courage and strength for the next moments, whatever that might be. So I want to invite you in each week by reading a selected psalm, sharing a little bit of why it's meaningful to me, and then praying a portion of that psalm over all of us. Then starting in September, we'll go back to our regular interview scheduling, alternating with our anchor moments, and I have a great guest lineup for you in the fall. But if you aren't yet part of this community, I encourage you to join us as I'll be sending out emails from time to time to encourage you through the summer. And I promise I won't clutter up your inbox because nobody wants more emails than they can read. And so the link to join will be posted in the show notes, or you can just go to thesoulanchor.com and there'll be a pop-up there that you can sign up. And you know, it only seems appropriate as the world has been carrying such a heavy burden for a while. And I know many of you also have had really hard things to shoulder. And as I've talked with more and more people, you know, we've been able to unmask, come in closer to each other in community. And I found that many of us have emerged from the past two years wandering kind of and extra weary and as i've done my daily walks on the beach or nearly daily walks 
God has been reminding me as I look out at the vast ocean, as I walk and I'm listening to my worship music, I'm watching the clouds, I'm watching the waves, and I can see, you know, the the water stretches out far beyond what I can see. He's reminded me that he is bigger, that he is stronger, that he gives strength to the weary and the brokenhearted, and that he is enough for me, and he is enough for you. And that he wants to restore and renew those weary places in our soul. Because life is hard, my friends. It is. We, we just know. If you've lived life long enough, you know that life isn't easy sometimes. And we can forget just how God is. And that's what I love about the Psalms. Because it just the writers of the Psalms just remind me, like David and other writers of the Psalms, that God is good, even in the hard times. Grieve if we must. Some of us have lots of things to grieve over. Lament. Sometimes there's seasons of lamenting over the hard places in our life. And it's okay. It's okay to give ourselves permission to do that. But as long as we remember in our grieving and our lamenting that God, yes, God is still good. So I invite you to join me and soak up his words. And I'm believing that he has one for you as we venture out on our porch and sit a spell. So the first Psalm I'll be sharing with you today is Psalm 37. And this has been a go-to Psalm for me for a long, long time. And when I'm finished reading it, I'll share why. So as I read, drink it in all 40 verses. And if you can stop and pause as I read, that would be awesome. But if you can't, it's okay. Then just ask God to highlight for you the places that need to go down deep into your weary soul. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. For the evildoer shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully carefully at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose way is upright. Their sword shall enter their own heart and their bows, their bows shall be broken. Better is the little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will remain forever. 
for they are not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they have abundance, but the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. He is ever lending generously and his children become a blessing. Turn away from evil and do good, so you shall dwell forever. For the Lord loves justice. He will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. But the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked watches for the righteous and seeks to put him to death. The Lord will not abandon him to his power or let him be condemned when he is brought to trial. Wait for the Lord and keep his way and he will exalt you to inherit the land. You will look on when the wicked are cut off. I have seen a wicked, ruthless man spreading himself like a green laurel tree, but he passed away and behold, he was no more. Though I sought him, he could not be found. Mark the blameless and behold the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. But transgressors shall be altogether destroyed. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they are taking refuge in him. The first seven verses of this psalm are a bedrock to me that God has used over and over in my life when the path is extra rocky, when it seems like evil is winning, when it seems like the wicked is winning, when it seems like we're being overtaken. And he tells us in the first few verses not to fret or worry, in other words, because of all the wrong in the world. And this is what I've clung to when life hits me hard. These are the steps that God seems to clearly lay out for me in these verses. He says in verse 3, trust in the Lord. And I hear him saying, can't you tell how many times I say this to you, Cynthia? Trust me, I'm going to repeat this over and over. And so many times God has whispered this to me in a hard place. Do you trust me? Trust me, Cynthia. The other thing he says in verse 3 is do good. Or in other words, don't give up doing what is good. Don't allow the weariness and, you know, the enemy to come in and tempt us to not continue to do good, to do what is right and pleasing to God. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. In other words, don't try to jump the fence to get out of the space God has you in. And make friends with faithfulness. Keep being faithful to where God has you and where he has me. 
Then he says in verse five, commit your way to God. And I see that as don't try to do it alone, ask God, seek him, committing each step, each decision, each idea to him. Trust in him and he will act. In other words, don't try to figure it all out. Just trust God will act in his time. Verse seven, it says that I love, be still and wait patiently. So our job is to be still and wait patiently. And I just, you know, ah, I'm so bad at waiting. But here God says to me, Cynthia, be still, wait patiently. I'm acting, trust me. And don't worry about what others are doing. Just worry about doing what is right and good for myself, being faithful, being faithful to what God's asked me to do in my relationships in my job, in my community, in how I please him and ask him to help me. Don't concern ourselves or or should I say overly concern ourselves with all that's going on. It's not that we're not to be in touch, but don't be overly concerned. You know, we have to remember that God has it under control. He knows, he sees, and more importantly, he knows the bigger picture even then when we can't see it. You know, in between verses four and five, God says, and we've heard this many, many times, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I know you've heard this verse. It's quoted often, but you don't often hear the verses quoted before and after the verse, which there is a caveat. It's sandwiched. This, these, this promise is sandwiched in between the words, trust and commit, trust in the Lord and commit your way to him. And I love that promise. You know, there's so much to uncover in this psalm, but let me ask you, which part of this psalm speaks to you? Which part brings refreshment? Can you see that Jesus wants to give you exactly what you need in this moment? So if you have a chance, stop right now and ask him to help you with this today, this moment, in this second. So let me pray these first seven verses over all of us. So God, I just ask that you would help us not to worry, not to fret, not to overly concern ourselves because of what's going on with the evildoers and for the and not to be envious of it seems like they're getting ahead, Lord. God, I just thank you, God, that you say for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. God, I pray that you would help us to trust in you and to do good, to continue to be faithful, to continue to stay in the space that you have called us to stay in, whatever that is, and to actually befriend faithfulness, to desire to be faithful. God, help us to know what it looks like to delight ourselves in you, to find joy in you, to delight in what you're doing in our life and knowing and believing that you're going to give us those deep down desires of your heart, of our hearts. So you're going to give us what's best for us, what's even better than what we could even want for ourselves. God, I, I pray also that you would help us to commit our way to you. Help us to commit our ideas, our decisions, our thoughts to you. I pray, God, that you would help us to trust in you when it's really hard to trust you, when we don't have the strength to trust you, and to believe, God, that you are going to act. And God, I also, also ask that to prayer, God, this promise, it says, he will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday, that God, you will bring these things to pass. 
And God, I pray too that you would help us to be still before you. God, show us what porch time looks like for each of us. Show us what it looks like to wait patiently for you. And again, to go back to bookending this, that we that we're not to worry, we're not to fret over the one who prospers in his way, or or when we see people getting away with things that that we don't think they should be getting away with, or over the man who carries out evil devices, Lord, in the world, the things, these hard things that we're seeing that are hurting so many people. God, I just pray that you would help us to be still before you, to wait patiently for you, and to know, God, that you desire to bring about good even in the hard times of our life. Help us to remember, God, your goodness in the midst of all of these things. And so we ask these things in your most precious name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Soul Anchor Podcast. Grab a friend and join our community at thesoulanchor.com. You'll receive resources from time to time to help you through your personal storm. If you've been encouraged today, would you please consider leaving a review, subscribing, or sharing this podcast? I would ever be so grateful. Until next time, remember, you're not alone, God is for you, and you will get through this.